This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because it's now time for the World of Row Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Roel Santos. I am a family man. I am a wrestling fan. I'm a basketball fan. I'm a podcaster. Welcome to the show. I give this show to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, any other podcasting app you use. The best way that you can help out my podcast is by taking the time to write a review on iTunes, leave five stars, tell your friends, use your social media, tweet it, Instagram it, whatever it is you use to communicate with people all over the world, your friends from all over the world, and let them know, hey, I listen to this podcast, this is my boy, whatever, I'm your, I'm your pal, I'm your favorite podcast in the whole wide world. I would really appreciate it. You can actually say that. It's your favorite podcast in the whole wide world. You can also you can also go to the Patreon page and donate a couple of bucks at patreon.com slash hold of row. You can donate a buck, two bucks, three bucks, whatever kind of bucks. It doesn't matter. If you can, that'd be great. If you can't, it's okay. As long as you read a review on iTunes, I'm very, very happy with that. Anyway, guys, that was me doing a big sigh. Ugh, I had to put all those, scramble all those words and throw it in there like in a minute. How are y'all doing? You're good? And as you can see, I am hanging out in in the room with my lovely daughter. And she uh she wants to take over the microphone. And she's got she's got like two microphones right now and we're just hanging out. I had the whole afternoon with her. We played some games, we watched some TV, took a little nap, and she's hyper. Say hi baby. Hi. Yeah, that's you. See, hold on. Um, anyway, so yeah, we're just here hanging out. And um, I hope you all are well. I hope that you all have a fantastic weekend. <clears throat> Memorial Day is coming up. A lot of uh, exciting times for people, right? Do you guys do anything on Memorial Day weekend? I don't really do anything. It's just kind of like another one of those things where I just go to work, do my thing, and the norm. What can I say? What's going on? Actually, it's a it's a pretty sad day. You know, I, I grew up in the 90s, so I love my 90s music from bands like Nirvana, Soundgarden, and STP, Pearl Jam. You guys already know where I'm going with this if you follow the news in the entertainment business. But, yeah, so uh, Chris Cornell passed away. That was kind of shocking. It was really sad to see because, you know, I remember being a kid and hearing Soundgarden without Shine and Black Hole Sun and Fell on Black Day, Spoon Man. Back in the day when you used to watch MTV and there was like cool music videos. Yeah, those um, those days are far and far gone. And that is my daughter, like I said, having a field day back here. Kind of sad. It was kind of sad to, to see. I feel like, you know, I guess the way my dad felt when he had his favorite bands. Wow, look at that. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that when... I mean, maybe my dad, when John Lennon passed away. It's yeah, it's Marsha. I don't know why I said that. That's her toy. Yes. So, I guess it's just... Well, cool. A cool thing was is that back in 2003, when I was still in my heyday of the Musicland days, selling CDs to people, we got to go to Lollapalooza. A good friend of mine, Frank Bernal and I, if you're listening to this, Frank, remember that? We had a blast. <laughs> We had too much fun. We're still young. We were like, what, 21, maybe 22. No, we were 21. Long time ago, young pups, just um, just hanging out and uh, enjoying a rock concert. We saw a lot of bands that day. So we saw Jurassic 5, The Donnas, Incubus, Queens of the Stone Age, and then we saw Audio Slave. It's Marsha! We saw we saw Audio Slave, and they played for like an hour, and they just killed it. They killed it, and you you could really see the amazing, you know, entertainer entertainers and in, in those guys. I mean, you know, the guys from Rage and Chris Cornell, they just put together just an amazing show. And I remember we left we left after that show, and we were just like. 
we 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 were just like gassed out, <laughs> tired because they just they just killed it. And then you, you, Jane's Addiction was a headliner, and we we watched like fifteen minutes of Jane's Addiction, and we we're like, ah, oh, let's get out of here. We were like, you know, we saw we saw Audio Slave, and they tore it up. We were just like, okay, this is it. But that was like a like a cool thing when you think about it, because Lollapalooza is only like a two day event now in Chicago, and bands just kind of perform. It's like almost like a Woodstock thing. But back in the day, Lollapalooza they used to tour all over the world, and they just it was just it was just a cool show. It was a really cool show. We were lucky enough to see all those bands, and one of those being obviously with Chris Cornell. So uh, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Still listen to your music, always will, right? That's music is timeless, as people like to say. Always listen to the music. What else is going on? You know, it's keeping up with the playoffs, um, hanging around. I hope all you mothers that listen to this show, I hope you all had a terrific Mother's Day. hope you get to spend time with your families, because that's important. Uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, just... um. They just go by so fast, right? You don't get to sit back and enjoy. And as I said, uh, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which, by the way, if you have not seen, you need to see it. such a fantastic movie. It's hilarious. It really it really connects with, with people of all ages. And Groot is like the... He steals the show. Groot's so... Baby Groot is so cute. <laughs> and... I heard Dave Batista on on the podcast on Chris Jericho's podcast, and he's just like, this guy's on fire, man. He's just doing so many good things. I guess when you're when you're an actor and you're on a roll, it just kind of goes from there. Steamrolls, and uh, yeah. So this week's guest, uh, what can I say, Mike? He's been on the show before. Hold on, say say hold on, say hi, Gramps. No, no. <laughs> so. My dad is back on the show, and he's this week's guest, and he has been on a couple of times. He was on 17 and 18, and then he kind of made an appearance a few episodes back, but he's Mr. 17, 18, 73, and 74. <laughs> That's right. He's on next week's episode, too. So this is a two-parter. This is part one, and it's a very different conversation than what we've had before. You know, we, we don't really talk about we don't really talk about life. I mean, we talk. We don't talk about his life. We just kind of talk about general comedy, um, our life, enjoying life, and going after the things that make us happy or what entertains us. And it was over the weekend. They came over, and he had never seen the studio, so he got to sit down and, and talk with me in our little, in my little podcast studio, and that was a lot of fun. Anytime I get to talk to my dad, it's always fun. We can always laugh have a good time and just kind of reminisce and have a blast. So, all right, guys. Well, I think I've said too much. I think I've talked way too much. Let's go ahead and start part one with a conversation with my father, and I hope you all enjoy. And I think you will because it's a different, different conversation. And like I said at the very beginning when he was first on, each conversation we have is always different. It's We kind of reminisce and then we laugh. We can often get serious, but we, we don't get serious here. We just laugh a lot talk about some experiences and we talk a little bit about the mark Marin show when he went to austin with me that was cool all right guys well here's part one i hope you enjoy David. I know David. okay how's it going man great how are you i'm good i feel like you got like really tense who me yeah no not me brother yeah i don't know man i'm i'm nice and cool and mellow yeah i'm grooving on a saturday night you're grooving affirmative it's your first time in this in this uh studio, studio? yeah this uh studio uh man cave slash office office uh <clears throat> wife so fun so i had you see it, it looks does this look? Oh, does it look cluttered to you? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. You know, you know. My daddy always told me, "You might as well, if you got something to say, you might as well be honest. Otherwise, be quiet." Yeah. And then he looked at me and said, "I know you. You ain't gonna be quiet." Yeah. So it, no, it it looks like a real professional desk. So it looks professional. Yes. I mean, but it 
I think it 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 adds character to it. Yes, it, it yeah. Like I want yes. people to feel who I am. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like you got the hat yeah, and all the books. Yeah. So like so that C's for Chicano Chicano Bears. Chicano Bears, yeah. Chicano it's for sure, it's for the Cubs. Oh, viva la raza, Chicanos. <laughs> Do you know where did that come from? You know where that came from? Uh, Chicanos is slang from no, what I hear. No, but I mean, viva la raza. Oh, viva la raza. Well, it's just like viva la France, viva la raza. So it's just kind of like viva to the people. Viva to yeah. Like viva, we're viva las gafas. A friend of mine is always saying, "Que viva las gafas." Oh, that's cool. I say sure. Que viva las gafas. So. Yeah, well, that's cool, man. So, yes. and who's who's Viva Las Gafas? Can you tell us who that is? My good friend Vicente Enriquez. No, but oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Enriquez, I know him. He was uh, he was involved <coughs> with the uh, the Chicano movement in the seventies. Yeah? Uh, La Raza Unida, Brown Brothers, Brown Berets. He used to work with uh, with kids, right, or something. He used to do something, something like that. Yeah, he has two kids, two boys. Yes, yes. Tom and Nick, I think. Uh, I think so. He did, did he? He used to be a. <clears throat> they used to be customers of mine. Really, his kids, yeah. yeah Back th- when I used to work in Alice, they're all grown up and yeah. they moved away. I think one lives in Colorado. Somewhere. Oh wow! I think it's Colorado. He he used to travel a lot. Yeah, he went to Wisconsin one time. Brought me back some cheese from Wisconsin. Who was Vicente? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I'll, he was, I'll see him in Alice every now and then riding his Harley. And he used to say, he's like, I know your dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everywhere I see him, Viva la raza, <laughs> Chicano power. So he's all about Mexican, brown and proud. Brown and proud. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you are who, you are what you are, man. You know. So you, uh, <clears throat> you, you, the last time you were officially on, the first time you were officially on was over a year ago. Wow. Episode 17 and 18. So I'm a veteran now. You are a veteran. Yes, I, I am. You've been on, well, that was your first time. Then you came on a brief little appearance before a podcast back in July of last year. And then you, yes, <clears throat> the weekend after the gender reveal party, you and right. Maddie did the show. Yes, I remember that. That was fun. Have you um, gone? You, <laughs> I've listened to it a couple of times. You were I, talking, <laughs> you told me the thing where you're like, talking smack, blowing yeah. smoke up somebody's <laughs> butt. Well, you said, you go, well, uh, uh, the way I would have done it was with Lenya. Oh. <laughs> and for those who don't know what Lenya is, that's wood. He was going to carve out the gender. I, well, I don't firewood, know. Firewood, firewood. You're going to get yeah. out of the, the hole. Yeah. Get some firewood and. Oh, man. That was, that was a great time. That it was, was a great day. Time. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. Are you excited? I am. I'm like a month away. Wow. You got any advice? Any tips for two kids? You have three, so... Yeah, uh, always let them know who's the boss. Okay. Of course, he's just going to be born, but... Yeah. But it's... Always sp- delegate. Always delegate. <laughs> delegate your authority as the head of the household. Definitely. Yeah. And you only have one son, and he's the... That, that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> He grew up in the seventies, y'all, or the sixties. He was all about uh, that stuff, flower love power, child, yeah, love yeah. child. Is that what, <laughs> that's what they used to call him, right? Yeah. Who is this love child? It was a uh, hey, uh, life isn't fair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you do and where you do it and mm-hmm. where. So, no, but uh, seriously, I, that was I was just joking about. That. No, yeah, of course no, I know, uh, but. Um, but uh, yeah, I have three kids and one son. Yeah, the junior. He's the prodigal son, from what I've heard. Yes, the prodigal son, <laughs> junior. So yeah, it's it was it was a good moment. We can you know we've talked about it before, but it was like you know what it's a third generation Santos. That's yeah. a boy. Yeah, I was super excited about that. Yeah, so are we. Yeah, we're all excited, nervous, anticipating. Looking forward to it. All kinds of emotions. But I'm excited. Are you going to be there for the whole thing or just... No, I'll probably be there for the whole thing. Just like with with Amelia Amelia. when she was born. I'll never forget it. I'll remember... uh, I'll never forget this when we took that 
elevator ride mm-hmm. at Alice PNS Hospital when you were born. And you know what? And you told me you're like I was holding you and you were like ten minutes old. You were ten 15. fifteen minutes old and, and we were going up the elevator. I said, Ow. So you know what and it's funny you say that because when Amelia was born, I remembered every moment. I can remember every moment. So I remember when they Yeah, be careful. Yeah, okay. You're good. Yeah. So I remember when we um they they cleaned her and they put her diaper on right. and I can still remember her crying and they were they put the little her little hat like her little right. beanie or whatever uh-huh. it was and then I remember holding her and it was she was born two thirty one August tenth I remember the time PM PM and uh, I had her and I looked at the clock and it was two forty one she was uh, ten minutes old ten minutes old. and I was holding her and it was I was just in awe. It's amazing, right? I yeah, mean, there is a God, and and I mean, wow. Yeah, I was. It's it was amazing. I was just wow. I can't even. Ex- I mean, you have kids. You know how it is. Yes. So those of us who do have kids, you know, with that, it's just a, a man. You know, people used to tell me, "Do you when you have kids, you'll lo- you'll love them unconditionally?" I go, "Well, what kind of love is it?" He's like, "I can't explain it." No. You the only way you can know is when you find out. That's right. When you have kids, and the the minute I saw her, I knew what they were talking about. Wow! And the sacrifice that that we as parents yeah. make, like everybody out there, yeah, they know, yeah, the sacrifice, and 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 now you know when something goes doesn't go right with your son or your mm-hmm. daughter, and and it affects the mother because. They had the baby. Yeah. And when something goes wrong, the mother's the one. Yes, uh, the, the father feels that. But it's, but it's, the mother. The, yeah. We, it's different for us. Yeah. For them, yeah. it's like, you know, and I, 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 it never hit me. Like during mm-hmm. the pregnancy, it never really hit me. It hit me the moment I saw her. Right. Like a ton right, of bricks, right. man. Just like hit me hard. Yeah. I was like, wow. Hmm. <laughs> Man, it's, we, amazing. it's pretty cool. We kind of just went like right into it. There was yes. no pleasantries or anything. No, you know? no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm known for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to be cool. Oh man, but it's it's it, hey, it's it's great. It's a Saturday night, and it is in San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas, and and uh, it's nice to get away from Alice, yeah. Texas, America. Me too. But, Break the monotony. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the end of the weekend, I'm always looking forward to going back home. Yeah, I know. Because it is home. It's a different feeling, you know. When you go away somewhere on a conference or trip, you're having a good time. The beginning, right? It hits you like, yeah, yeah man, this is great. Day two, oh, it's still good. By the third day, you're like, I'm ready to get out of here. Yep. Well, it, that reminded me of a, when we went on cruises. Yeah, Lisa and I would get up every morning, like especially when we started the cruise on the very first morning. Everybody was out at the gym working right. out. Yeah. Second day there was less people. Yeah. Third day less, and fourth people, and, <laughs> and so forth. And then by the end of the cruise, nobody went. It's because like, they were ready. To, yeah. They were done. Part they were partying the whole time. Well, yeah. You look forward to it, and yeah. then you do it. And you party too much, and then it gets it gets old in a way. Yeah, and then you're looking forward to going back home and yeah. just just going back to yeah whatever get, it is, getting back to the real world to rest. Yeah, because you've been out there uh, partying hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey man, so you're 64, right? Man, <laughs> did I, you have to bring that up? Hey, man, I'm sorry. Your... Sorry, pops. No, I'm that's sorry. all right. That's all right. Hey, yeah, but you... I'm 64, but I, I think like an 18 year old. <laughs> I move like an 81 year old. Oh yeah, well, but uh, you know, at my age, every day that you are on this earth, uh, any day above ground is a good, good day. day. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's your thing. And I. And I, I, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm enjoying life. Life is too short. So did you... Ya estamos más pa' allá que pa' acá. So, okay. You want to translate? Oh, you just said it in English and you just translated it. You just said yeah. the English version of that and then you went yeah, into Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Life is good. Life is life is good fantastic. and yeah, and 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 we like I was saying it it's good to get away from Alice. And I'm here in San Antonio and 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 you know how I complain about driving in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. But it's good to get away, do different things, de- see different people. Right. But then, you know, it's like, okay. And you guys know me like on Sunday afternoons. Uh, Marty, what, Marty what knows it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that. He's ready to ho- hit the road. Yeah. But uh, I enjoy myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying the golden years, as yeah. they say. I don't think it's golden yet, man. Well, no. Uh, well, it's golden for the simple reason that that you lived your life and you did what you were, not necessarily what you were supposed to do, but you did what what you did and yeah. and, and take it from there. And That's a good fun. point, man. So yeah. did you play when I'm, when I'm 64 by the Beatles when it was your birthday? No. <laughs> is there such a song? There is a song. Really? Sgt. Pepper's album. Oh, well, I've heard of Sgt. Pepper, but I've never heard of that one. That song is on there. Song's been around since the 60s? Yes. And I didn't hear about that The one. song is called When I'm 64. Hmm. Yeah. Boy, that puts a new coat of paint on the old barn. What, the song? No, oh, no, that beer. beer. Yeah. That cold brew. <laughs> Tastes better than ice cold watermelon on a hot day. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So man, um, music you like you like all kinds of music. I love all kinds of music. But your favorite music growing up in the '60s, what was it? Was it the Beatles? The Beatles, the Rolling Stones. Uh, I bought my very one of my very first records was Help. Oh, was it Help? It was good. Wow! And, and then I I went to an, a place like. It was like Western Auto. Mm-hmm. I used to sell LPs there, right? Or records? Yeah, 45s. Wow. And I bought, when the song, the Rolling Stones, I can't get no satisfaction. Oh, wow. Man, I was bam, out there. Bam. I had a paper route and I was making all kinds of money. Yeah. And, and, and I would buy records. How much was the record? About 30 or 40 cents. Shut up. Yeah, I don't mean to tell you to like get out of town. Yeah, I know. Yeah, was it like a was it the smaller one or was it the big one? No, the forty five. Uh, so the forty fives are the smaller ones. Yeah. Okay. Bigger than a CD, and you had a side one, side two, right? Yeah. Wow. And one song was a hit song, and the other song was like B-side. some some off the wall. So how much were the bigger ones? Like if you bought, were they like eight bucks or seven bucks? What were they? And Junior, I'm sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but yeah, I'm just no, curious. no, no, no. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm going with three or four, maybe five dollars. Wow! You know that vinyl's making a comeback. I saw that, and as a matter of fact, I have a collection of. I know you do of albums that was given to me by your uncle Roger. Yeah, and 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 he was gonna give a. a he gave some to you, Tia Barita. Yeah, and then he gave me some all the English song albums. Yeah. What you got there? So we're talking about vinyl, and for those of you who cannot see, this is the Beatles' White Album on vinyl. Okay. Valerie bought this for me at a at a thrift short, uh, shop or like a garage, like uh-huh. a flea market. Really? She paid maybe ten bucks for this. Fifteen mm. bucks, I can't remember. But I don't. I don't have a record player, but I've always wanted one. And I had one. I know, but I was thinking about buying one. So. Our good, our good favorite, one of my favorite comedians. I think you kind of like him. Mark Marin is a big. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's a big uh, record guy. Oh, really? Yeah, he buys a lot of records. He's got one of these um, sound systems, turntables. Well, it's like a Macintosh, some type of sound system, but the yeah. sound quality is great. And his TV show, the guy on the TV show is like, if I really wanted to listen to music in this amazing quality, I'll just get on my iPod and listen to it. Yeah. And he's yeah. just like, oh shut up, you don't know. You know what I mean? But um, hey, speaking of iPods, I just found mine. I, I, I have forgotten about it. I remember it. you had an I was like a Nano or, or like a. It was one of those white ones. Yeah. Hey, it still works. Oh, pff. 
Use it. I, I, I'm using it, and, and I think we loaded up about 125 songs. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Your phone's an iPod. Well, yeah, I, I know, know, but yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm talking about the one that you insert on on a sleeve, even when you work out. Do you using it when you work out? Yeah, when I'm riding my elliptical slash bicycle. Yeah, yeah. Let me see here. Okay, now you're good. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just checking it. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm like they say, G to G. Good to go. Good to go. Well, that's cool, man. I uh, we went to Barnes and Noble a while back. And they had a bunch of LPs or albums, and they had um, they had a couple of Beatle albums, and I think they had uh, was it Magical Mystery Tour, I think, or Abbey Road. But you I, have Abbey Road, I think so. Yeah, you no, no, yeah, you have Abbey Road. Do I? Yes, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, because I remember seeing them walking. Yeah, yeah. You remember there was like a subliminal message with that album? Yeah, that Paul McCartney was walking barefoot and, and that meant that he, he was, he was dead. dead. Yeah. And something else, I forget what. The, well, I, I, there was that and he was he was barefoot and he was the only one walking with his left foot. Uh, with his with it, like he was about to walk on his left foot and everyone else was on the right, right foot. Uh, but the thing is is that Paul McCartney's left-handed, that's why. Yeah. Okay. They always do something uh, backwards. Well, we're left-handed. Left-handed people, apparently, we do everything backwards. That's what they say. Yep. Speaking yep. of which, I think my daughter might be left-handed. Really? Yeah. Hey, I uh, think Amelia might be left-handed. Hey, that, that's cool, brother. I mean, we, you're unique. We are unique people. Yeah. But it's weird. Sports-wise, I'm, everything's right-handed. Yeah. Well. Do you remember that? You want to talk about that story? Well... <laughs> You know what story I'm trying to talk about? There's so many hours in, in a day. <laughs> the, the Which thing one? We, the, the, there were so many. The one where you thought I wasn't writing with the right with the correct hand. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're telling me I was right-handed, but I really was left-handed. Y'all didn't. Yeah. That, well, y'all didn't know because you none of know, nobody's left-handed in our family. Right. Nobody. I said, "What's wrong with Junior?" <laughs> so why is he? He has an abnormality. No, I said, "Why is he doing that?" And um, I, it, it was meant to be. It was, but I remember. Now I don't know if this had anything to do with that. But, okay, but when I was in junior high, we used to go roller skating, mm-hmm. and I broke my right arm. So oh. they, they put my right arm in a cast, all the way from from my wrist, all the way to my shoulder. So when I was in junior high, the whole arm, yeah, wow, you had to write left-handed. I had, to, and I played pool with my left hand, and I had to write with my my left hand. Wow, and it wasn't the best handwriting. Well, this is the first time I've ever heard this. I never mentioned that to you. No. So I'm thinking that maybe that contributed to you being left-handed. Now, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just taking a wild guess here, but yeah, yeah. I used to write with my left. As a matter of fact, every now and then I I still write with my left hand just to. Well, you know, I know how to write right-handed. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know? Yeah. How do you know? Because I've seen you. <laughs> Dad, I've always written left-handed, but I can write right-handed. I know. I'm, hey, well, <laughs> you started this. <laughs> I'm just going along with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. No, so I think that she, yeah, so I think she might be left-handed, so we'll see how that plays out, because she does, she, when she grabs something, everything always go, left, she yeah. goes with her left hand first. Hmm. We'll just see about that. Yeah. 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 You good uh, over there? Do you need to be topped off? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir, Bob. I no, nothing. Hey, man. So, um, you always talk about. So, I've I've gotten into comedy a lot lately. Hey, uh, it's about we, time. No, no. I mean, to more comedians, right? Yeah. So we so we can talk a little bit about the time we went to Austin. But then I watched a lot of. Um, I found some old some Rodney Dangerfield stand up. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was, was funny, twelve man. years old. My father bought me a bat. The first time I played with it outside, it flew away. He's like, my wife and I 
my wife and I want to have sex, but the problem is, is she's having. I don't get. I don't get to have sex. <laughs> or he says something like, "It's on David Letterman or Jay Leno," but he 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 would he was always the, the like the the butt of the joke, yeah. like all the time, right? It was always yeah, about him yeah. insulting him himself. He would say, uh, "You know, I when can, I was growing up, I used to wear hand-me-down shoes. You know how hard it is for a guy to walk mm-hmm. around in high heels." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would say. He would say a lot of stuff. I remember one movie he did was Ladybugs. And a lot of people didn't like it. He coached like a girl's soccer team and he put his girlfriend's son, because he was such a good soccer player, as like their disguiser as a girl right. to be the, the, the best player or whatever to help him win because he wanted to move up in his job. And <clears throat> his assistant coach was a black lady. And she goes, we still have a chance in this in this match. And he's like, yeah, like a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was at the bar and he was he was all depressed and the bartender's like tell me what's going on he's like well I dressed up my girlfriend's son as a girl and I, I tried to talk him into playing with me <laughs> crazy and he boy. goes and like the and the black girl tells him she's like you gotta put in or, or whatever the girls the little girl like the best player was, was a little black girl right. and he, she goes She's come on. She's like, come on now. The black people we're best. We're the best. In, we're the best in football. We're best in basketball. Best in baseball. Yeah. We're best in everything. And he goes, y'all the best in sports. How about yachting? <laughs> best in sports. What about a water polo? Best in sports. And he's like, or, yeah, yeah. he's like, what about racquetball or like tennis or yeah. like the, the obscure sports that no one cares about? But yeah. the delivery of it was just, it was very Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, bro. And 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 a. Hey, uh, even in the Olympics, in the Summer Olympics in Rio, there was a couple of black swimmers. There. Yeah. Hey. This was in the mid-90s, early yeah. 90s, so it was a little different back then. Don Rickles was a, another crazy he, guy. He passed away. He passed away not too long ago. Well, movie, I mean, I know who you, I mean, I've heard of him, but I don't remember his work. He was, uh, the time, I used to see him on the Johnny Carson, mm-hmm. Johnny Carson show. But he had a, a sitcom, Chief Sharky, mm-hmm. in the 70s or maybe 80s. And, but, I mean, I, I can't mimic him. Yeah. But, I mean, he was one of a kind. But he was he was good, man. He was good. I mean, he, he cut you down. And, and, and he did it in a way where it was like it came natural to mm-hmm. him. Just like, uh, what was that guy that committed suicide, that other comedian? Which one, Doug? Uh, uh, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that guy was good, man. He was God. real good. It's amazing how... He was depressed? Or he 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 battled depression, had a drug addiction. Yeah. And then he, he had signs of like Alzheimer's or dementia, and he didn't want to go through it. And, and now that you mention that, I had a good friend of mine. And he worked with me at Naval Air Station, Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. And he was funny. But I noticed that all these people that are really, really funny. They have problems. Eventually, it's either like Alzheimer's, dementia. Wow. It was funny because I never watched Mork and Mendy. Did you watch Mork? Yeah, was he? Nano, Nano. Was he funny? Yeah, he was funny. He was He was good. Yeah. Supposedly, he was from outer space, Martian yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was funny. As a matter of fact, I think that's where he made his yeah, debut. That's where he, yeah, yeah, that's where he started. Just like what, they Taxi? Were, the Taxi was another good show. It was funny. Taxi. But I mean, those are different comedians. Yeah. But Danny DeVito and Taxi Christopher and, Lloyd. And, and WKRP in Cincinnati was never, another good one. I never saw that. Yeah. that, that Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wasn't that? Was, that was John Travolta, right? Uh, Yeah. He was in that show, right? Yeah. Was he yeah. funny or no? Yeah. Did you ever watch Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks on that show? Uh, no, for some, I, I just, I I love comedy, but the, I could never get into that one. But Tom Hanks was a, but people don't know this, like this old, this younger generation. But Tom Hanks was a comedian before he became this actor, this amazing actor that he is. Well, everybody has to be somebody. Yeah, but you didn't. He was funny when he was. Was he? Yeah, I don't. You don't think he was funny? No, no, no. I did not know that. Oh man, he was more he was more serious than I mean he was more funny than serious. Yeah, really. He did a movie in the late eighties. I don't know if you remember. It was called. He did 
they turned the TV show Dragnet into the movie Dragnet, okay. but it was it was more funny than anything. Because I remember the original Dragnet right. in the sixties, and the old the 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 younger the shorter man. Yeah, he yeah it was Joe Friday. Yes, and he was in the movie, but he was like the captain, the the uh-huh. the other guy on the TV show. But Dan Aykroyd played Joe Friday. Really? Yes, and Tom Hanks played Strebeck. But it was more comedy, and mm-hmm. and guess who was the the funny one in the movie? Excuse me. Yeah, not who? Dan Aykroyd. Who? Tom Hanks was the the, the, the like the yeah. the wise guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's huh. it's crazy because Dan Aykroyd's a co- he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip the script. Yeah, yeah. That it did. So did you like Sam Kennison? I remember him. In, is that the guy that used to yell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember him. Did you think he was funny? Yeah, there was another comedian, but he was—he had like a dry humor. George Carlin? No, this guy had like an afro, and he—he he talked like. I went, I went to the store and I saw a little girl, and I, I told her, "Hey, you want to play with my?" balls or something <laughs> but i mean he had like an afro type he was a white guy hmm. um i forget his name but he he had like a dry humor dry type humor yeah <clears throat> but he was funny in his own way yeah it's like chevy chase he's funny in his oh. own way but he's dry he's dry for the most part yeah, he's a very dry yeah, guy yeah but you like leslie nielsen oh oh yeah it's amazing how I think I told you about... Uh, he was serious for years, yeah. right? Well, yeah, well, look at Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. A lot of these people that were, at one time, they were bad-ass professional sports or commentators or whatever. Yeah. It's amazing how when you get older, you become funnier yeah. or you get uh, 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 movie parts uh, or... Uh, in sitcoms or in comedy, right? Like in the the Nielsen, O.J. Simpson, and all this other oh, naked, guys. the Naked yeah. Gun movies, yeah. And and Don, uh, not the, the Don Rickles, but there Don DeLuise. Well, that guy was funny too, yeah. But there was a guy, Bob Uecker. Oh, Bob Uecker, yeah, he was great in Major League. Yeah, and and <laughs> and there was somebody, and as you get older, yeah, you just you make time to make some money, yeah. And do something totally different yeah. from what you you were doing. Yeah, he, he, Bob Uecker, one one of the major league movies. He's like, what did he say? He goes, the the guy's gonna hit a the guy knocks the ball out of the park and he goes, oh shit! When he hit <laughs> the ball, like it's gone. Yeah. And he goes, back goes Serrano. He'll need a rocket up his ass to catch that one. That <laughs> <laughs> guy like said, yeah. Uh, he was talking to somebody and and. And who's this that's saying that? Bob Uecker. Oh, Bob Uecker, okay. And and Bob Uecker asked this guy, well, no, he told this other guy, well, those guys are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the guy said, no, they're not. I said, yes, they are. I said, no. They lost five, six out of the last ten games. How can they go to the Super Bowl? No, no but they're going to be up there in the 86th <laughs> row with uh, somebody else. <laughs> but they will be in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah but... Terry Bradshaw can be funny. Oh man. yeah, he can, but and he does it unknowingly. Yeah, but I think that's where they figured out his shtick and how he yeah, had yeah, this yeah. rebirth in his career. Yeah, but uh, you were talking about how Leslie Nielsen, when we would watch, like you know, another guy Ooh. when you were saying Leslie Nielsen was always serious for years, and yeah. he started doing movies like Airplane, yeah. Naked Gun, and all these other stuff. All these other things. Robert Stack was a serious actor, oh, right? Elliot Ness, yeah. From and the guy from Unsolved Mysteries, yeah. And 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 also in the sixties, it was uh, the Untouchables. Mm. He was in that show, yeah. Oh, okay, he was the, the like the head detective, the supervisor. But he the, had that voice. He man. had that look. The look. That look. And 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 you know the way he dressed. I, I mean, he, he had it all. Yeah, and when he uh, he came out with a, a airplane, yeah, I mean you couldn't picture that guy yeah. like that. I mean he was still funny, but you know real serious like, and he was yeah. funny. Did you like Lloyd Bridges? He was funny too, right? Sea Hunt. He used to have a program in the sixties 
and it was called Sea Hunt, and mm-hmm. it was about underwater, uh, underwater, uh, 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 scuba diving, yeah, and, and and it was all about underwater Sea yeah. Hunt. He would uh, hunt for for treasures, yeah, or yeah. solve crimes, and but it was called Sea Hunt. Lloyd, Lloyd Bridges, but then he he became like a comedian too. Yeah, because yeah. he was in airplanes. Airplane, and yeah. every time he Air would traffic controller or something like that, he would be like, "Damn it, it's a hell of a day, it's a terrible day for me to quit smoking." And he starts smoking. He's smoking. like, "It's a damn, damn bad day to quit drinking." I picked it, you know. And he <laughs> starts drinking and everything. Just the opposite. Yeah, totally opposite. Hey, are those wine coolers pretty good? They taste all right. Hmm. Okay. You want to taste it? Negative. I don't normally drink these, but... Tastes a lot better when somebody else buys them, right? Yeah, but I bought them. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, no, you know, it, it, man, I'm not that at this, dude. I want to put the... <laughs> anyway. You, you can do what you want, Joey. I'm just messing with you. So let me ask you. Okay, so we went to Austin... And oh, we, yeah. we saw Mark Marin. Yeah. And I told you, hey, Dad, uh, I'm going to buy tickets for us. We're going to go see Mark Marin. Have you heard of him? No. I said, remember the podcast I, I sent to you? He talked to President Obama. He said, oh, yeah. That was a good conversation. Yeah. I said, yeah. yeah. I said, this guy has a knack for it. I said, he's a comedian. Okay. He's going to be in Austin. I'm buying those tickets. You want to go? Okay. And the whole time, so I got those in January. So the whole time to March, and it was, we're getting closer and getting closer. And I would tell Val, I'm like, we're going to go to the comedy show like at the end of the month. He's like, oh, yeah. Is your dad excited? Said, yeah, he is. I go, I don't know how he's going to like it, though. I go, she's like, why do you say that? I said, because Mark Maron's very dry. Yeah. He has a, like, he, it's, <clears throat> he's more observational. I don't know if he'll like it. He's like, it's like, oh, yeah. And he's got a show on Netflix. And I think maybe if you'd watch a couple, you might like it. My, maybe. He, maybe. He's, he's funny. And she goes, well, I tried to watch it. I, and he's, he's okay. And I said, okay. Yeah, you got you have to understand that guy. Yeah, you have to kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah. So, I after I heard the Obama episode with him like a couple of times, I started listening, and that's how I got into comedy because he talks to different people, different right. comedians from all generations, different levels. Yeah, so he had like uh, he had Lauren Michaels on. Lauren Michaels is the creator of Saturday Night Live. Okay, he's from Canada, and he talks about it and how he started it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. So he's got Lauren Michaels, he's talked to Gallagher, all these other comedians. And so that's when I said, I want to see him live. I want to see his shit live. Mm. So when we went, I was like, oh, man. The whole time I was like, hey. and you came, and I'm like, I hope you like him. I hope you really, I really hope he likes him. So we get there, and like I think like the first 10 minutes he opens up, or 15 minutes he opens up with nothing but Donald Trump jokes, yeah. which is like a nice little, and it was good for him. It was smart because he was in Austin, and Austin's a very liberal, democratic city, and he like that's what I like about Austin. Yeah, I like that city. Yeah, it's a nice city. Yes, it is. And he he was like, <laughs> and some people walked out, right? Yeah, some people got pissed off. I, I mean, I can understand, but I wouldn't take it that serious. Yeah, I mean. I think Facebook is a good thing, but not for politics yeah. or religion. And I'm entitled to say that. Yeah. I mean, I respect everybody's way, but I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, because the time and a place. Do you for, remember when Facebook was just about posting stuff? Yeah. And then pictures, and now all of a sudden you've got. I remember when I asked Lisa, mm-hmm. what in the world is this Facebook thing? <laughs> I did not understand none of that. Yeah. And it's come a long way. I've come a long way. Yeah. I started a couple of things there. The yeah. on, on the Club of Alice music videos. Yeah. And uh, my class of 71, Alice High. And, and it, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. You know, believe it or not, I also started another <laughs> one, Amigos del Barrio. Oh, did you? Friends from the science school area. Uh, Johnson, Trevino, Palo Blanco streets, and all Escobar. that. Escobar. Yeah. And, West and, Hill. And, and we had about 20 or 30 members, but a lot of people wouldn't post anything. Post and, and I was the only one posting anything there for a while. So, you know, um, speaking it's of. It's still there. But. You know, one of my oldest friends is, lives down West Hill, where his family does, or he used to. The well, Bettises, Rennie Bettis. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, he was there in Alice. Yeah. You know, I. 
It was his birthday two days yeah, ago. Yeah. I posted on his wall and I told him, I don't know if he saw it, I told him happy birthday. I said, happy birthday, brother. Um, it's it's. I'm glad to call you a friend even for almost 30 years. Yeah. Because I've known him since like 88. It's amazing, right? Dude. Can you imagine, well, being well, with you, my classmates. Well, you're 50, 40, 50 years. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we're still around. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, we went live the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool. I've done that a couple you of know, times. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Was that the guy that you were at that one time when I talked to you on the phone? And Carlos? Mom, mom picked you up. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carlos Hinojosa. I, I made some jokes. Carlos Hinojosa, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Carlos Hinojosa. Carlos Hinojosa, yeah. Well, he he doesn't have. Uh, I know, but I'm just. Yeah, yeah. He's he's coming around though. He has an iPhone now. We should. I should do something one of these days where I talk to a couple, you and a couple of your friends. That'd be nice. That'd be cool, just to hear stories. Yeah, yeah. You know, whenever those bandidos del barrio, <laughs> man. Everybody comes ask me, uh, who are these guys? Those bandidos del barrio. I said. I just post something on Facebook yeah. about hey, uh, will los bandidos del barrio will be at mi ranchito restaurant at nine o'clock. Be there, whoever shows up, or los bandidos del barrio, yeah, or la onda club, la onda, la onda. But I, uh, hey man, so you, oh yeah, so let's talk about. So what did you did you enjoy the show though? Yes, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean. I had never, to be quite honest, I had never heard of this guy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, because I'm old school, I, right. I, I mean, I was just going with the old timers. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, well, this guy is he—he's 59, or he's in his mid 50s, uh, mid 50s, and and he's talking about like, you know, time on this planet yeah. is, is almost over. Like, I mean, he's only fit in his mid 50s, and he's already thinking that. I might as well live life to the fullest because I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true because no tomorrow is promised to nobody. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I mean, he was talking like he was going to die. And it's amazing how that lady, that sister girl that opened up for him, yeah. she passed away the following week. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember seeing that, seeing her there. And I didn't know that she was sick. Yeah. Until you told me, yeah. But well, she talked. Amazing. She talked about her dialysis and her in her well, bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's amazing how everybody says so and so passed away. How can that be? I just saw him yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know JJ Gonzalez, right? Yeah, his dad passed. I used to see his dad every day. Used to, every day at, at science at school Walmart across too. the street. He worked at Walmart for years. Yeah, Walmart and H E B. And I used to see him at at mass on Saturday evenings, and and then there for a while he was working part time at, at a, a gas station. But I mean, see, you just never know. Young, old, rich, poor, fat, skinny, white, black, brown. One day to the next. Hey, brother. I mean, respect everybody, love one another, because it's amazing how not until somebody dies. Do they start talking good about that person? Right. Oh, he he was a good person. Yeah, he had a big heart. He he was this. He was that. But while while that person is alive, yeah. why that backstabbing? <laughs> Sob, ba ba ba. Yeah, but it's amazing how we as humans do that. We do, and we're all guilty of that. I, I'll be the first one to admit. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that. Yeah, but now I try to be a. The better person. Yeah. It happens. But we all grow up. Yeah. We, we mature well, over time or we come to. I'm 64 years old and I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Well, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, and good people, man. But I mean, it's it's like you always say, tomorrow's promise to no one. That's right. And what's funny is is that I mean not funny, but what's crazy is that when she passed, he uh, I listened to his like following episodes after, and he talked about it. He's just like you know I just I had just seen her. Right. She was 
amazing, talented. Mm-hmm. And he told a story. He goes, <clears throat> I needed an opening act when I went to Austin. And people they sent me tapes of different, sent me footage of people. Mm-hmm. And I looked through some. And he's like, and you know when they're good or not in the yeah. first 30 seconds. <clears throat> so I, I saw her. I saw one. I was like, nope. The minute I saw hers, I knew she was special. So I picked her. Where was she from? She's from Austin. Oh, she was really? from oh, Austin. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, she was a local, mm-hmm. and then she, unfortunately, she passed away. All right, guys. So that was part one with my dad. I hope you all enjoyed. We ended it at a, at a different, at a good time, and just to set up for next week. So yeah, next week it'll be part two of that conversation. Again, it's just just a good old time. I, I think that my dad's one of my favorite guests, and obviously, obviously for a lot of reasons. Because one, he's my dad, and two, he's my dad, and three, he can make me laugh, and we can make each other laugh. So, Dad, thanks for being on again, Broel Senior. <laughs> it's not the end of of the conversation, but this will be uh, the first of part. Of the two-parter. So next week, part two, like I said, will be here. And I know you guys, I, I've told you that I'm on the booking spree. I really am. And I'm trying to get these times worked out. I've got about four or five people locked up or book committed just trying to figure out a time. And I don't want to, I don't mean to do repeat guests, but it was the one-year anniversary of the time that my dad and I first talked. So, so I had to kind of, I had to kind of bring it back in a little bit and make it a little more connecting to me kind of thing because you know episode 75 is coming up and I'm, I'm making a big deal about all these numbers right 25 50 75 100 maybe next after that we'll just do 200 and 300 and 400 if i can get that far right i can be optimistic all right guys so let's talk let's start talking about social media twitter and instagram at royal santos jr <laughs> not senior royal santos jr facebook.com slash world is where you can find the facebook page for this podcast you can also email me at rolsjrgmail.com if you want to talk to me. Drop a line. Maybe you want to be a guest. You can always go there, too. Also, I do have two two other podcasts, uh, The Pick and Row Show, which hasn't done the show in about a month. That's okay. We've been busy. And then I have a new show with Heel Face Radio called Running the Ropes Podcast. I just dropped a new episode today, actually. So, talking about my favorite gimmicks in wrestling. If you guys are into it, check it out on Heel Face Radio on iTunes. All right, guys, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go play. Have fun with my daughter. She wants to go play, see? <laughs> All right, guys, you've been listening to the World of Row, and stay tuned as the World of Row turns. Have a great weekend. See you, bye.